This program was produced by and first broadcast on Radio Kidnappers, a volunteer-based community access station. For more information, go to www.radiokidnappers.org.nz. Thanks to New Zealand On Air for making this program available through funding the Access Internet Radio Project. You're tuned to Radio Kidnappers, the voice of Hawke's Bay. This is the program called Your Time to Shine. And it's our pleasure, as always, to have in the hot seat, Celine Harlow. How are you going, Celine? I'm doing very well. How are you doing? Well, as we're recording this program, it's pretty cold. It is pretty freezing today. Old man Winter, <laughs> has, uh, he's got out of bed and he's got us in his grip, hasn't he? Mm. It's what getting you... hard to get out of the bed in the morning now. Yeah. Oh, I'm a, I love getting up. Do you love getting up in the, in the morning? I'm, I'm an early riser. I'll get up 5 o'clock. Oh, I get up way later than that but it's hard to you know just get out of the really cozy and warm blankets and really have to you know go through the house and it's freezing in the hallway and you oh my god i just want to stay in bed the and whole when day. you get up though i'm ready for the day i'm, I'm really like that as soon as i get out of bed i'm rocking <laughs> so you take your gospel you've got to go and have a cup of coffee do you and bacon sandwich is that what you do i actually baked some bread this morning yeah. before having yeah, breakfast homemade yeah. bread so it's rising in my oven now i'm really excited real butter <laughs> could you bring me the crust in I like the crust with real butter on. Next time I'll do. And some smooth peanut butter. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, we're not here to talk about uh, peanut butter on yummy crust. We're here to talk about what you do. Um, What do you do? Just remind our listeners. All right. Well, I work as a coach and I work a lot with women who are looking to make changes in their lives. So often I work with women who are either in their 20s to 30s mm-hmm. or on the other side, you know, in the, to between their 50s and their 60s. And so my favorite tools are Reiki, which is energy healing and Theta healing, which is um, belief work mostly. So why would they come and see you? Why would they think one day, oh, better go and see Celine? Are they feeling at a, a bit of a low point in their life or they just want to experience something a bit different yeah usually it's a a low point and they've been following me for a while Mm -hmm. usually and then they're just they're just ready to make a change so it can be in their love relationship in their job in their family in the way they speak and to themselves or treat themselves that kind of thing so if we want to follow you not like a stalker how do we do that (laughs) well you're very welcome to follow me on social media i'm very active so um um well facebook's the way so my dawning light that's the name of my facebook Mm -hmm. page and we come and see you, just run us through the process. We knock on your door, so look, we need a bit of help. What might you be doing in the first visit? Uh, well, the first visit is usually longer than the rest of the of the sessions. And actually, I have something to say about that. So um, during the first session, uh, we usually talk about um, what I call a pre-consultation mm-hmm. form that will help us to get to know each other. And then we get into the, the meat of the session, you know. So depending on what you need, we might just have like a relaxing uh, time where you're on the table and I, you know, give you, give you some energy healing during the session. You mm-hmm. can just relax and take some time for yourself. Or we might be a little more confrontational, I like to say, and we can just work on your limiting beliefs and that brings about quick changes <laughs> it's a little bit like counseling in a way you counsel people and say well do you say tell me your problems or is it not about that i usually say you know why i why did you come why did you book a session with me what is if you could change anything in your life and there was no problem you know with money or time or health or whatever what would you change now mm-hmm. so it really is about the client and i often say you know uh, that i'm not a healer um, more of a coach or a witness. You know, I give you the tools that you need to achieve your transformation. Yeah, that's a great question. I mean, what would you change in your life right now if you could change it? I would sleep for about two weeks. <laughs> <laughs> Non-stop. <laughs> 
Okay, we are here today, in fact, to talk about change. Mm. So you want to sleep and uh, change starts with yourself. Tell us about that and you've got a funny story to share. Absolutely. So last Saturday I was at the Health and Wellbeing Expo hosted mm-hmm. by the Hawke's Bay Health Collaborative in Havelock North. And so it was a very uh, busy day and um, I gave out free 20-minute sessions for our clients, you know, who came to yep. just say hello. And so um, a lady came to say hello. She, We started to have a chat together, and um, she started to tell, tell me all about her life and everything that was wrong. And guess what? She didn't say anything about herself, but she only talked about her son, who was still living at home at the moment, and she was really struggling with that. And so, you know, um, as a coach, I tried to aim the conversation back to her, you know, what would you like to change? You know, would you like to have more patience in the way you talk to your son or would you like to know how you can better deal with the situation? And she just kept putting the responsi- responsibility sorry, back on her son. Yes. So that was a very funny conversation. And um, and actually, her son came to the expo as well, and she kept, you know, pointing to my stand <laughs> so that her son would come and see me as well, but he didn't. <laughs> you should have just told her, tell him to get out. Well, I'm not a parent, so I'm not too sure what's the best way. (laughs) And it's a funny thing that you say that because that's big news at the moment, isn't it? There's a a guy in America who is well into his 30s and his parents went to the Supreme Court and they said, well, you've got to to leave. But why wouldn't he want to, do you think? I mean, when I was 16, that was it. I wanted to get out and see the world, go flatting and do my own thing and never went back. Maybe it's a New Zealand thing. I also left home when I was 16 and I was happy to never go back or go as least as I, you know, I mean, not often at all, very rarely. Yeah. Um, so I'm not too sure. Maybe it's a New Zealand thing. Lots of my New Zealand friends in New Zealand here, you know, leave home to go to university or for their first job and then come back home when they, you know, want to save money for their first home, for example, or when they mm-hmm. have their first baby. So I'm not too sure why, but I think um, the core of the issue is maybe a lack of self-confidence. You know, I'm not able to provide for myself or it's easier if my mom does my laundry. Sure, you did right there. And... But I think the thing that we're talking about now, change starts with yourself. Sounds easy. What you said sounds great. (laughs) Reading it off a bit of paper sounds easy. looks easy. It's not easy at all. I think it is easy. You know, we just make um, self-development and healing a very difficult and long process. You know, learning to love yourself, it needs to be hard. It needs to, you know, there needs to be lots of steps and it needs to take a long time. But actually, it can be really easy if you decide that it's easy and that it's possible and that actually you already love yourself now. And that's, you know, theta healing in a nutshell. You know, then it's going to be easy. Well... Should we disagree? Because yes. I mean, just let's just say, <laughs> <laughs> let's just say that uh, someone in their fifties and sixties, or older than um, you know what you are, fifty or plus, comes in and says, "Look, yeah, I've been in this relationship for years, and it's just never worked for me. I need to get out of it." You, what do you say? Get out of it. Just, just leave. Uh, it's not my role to no, give no, advice, it's not, but it's um, so not easy, is it? During a session, we would normally go to the core of the issue. You know, why do you want to leave your partner? Why are you unhappy in this relationship now? If you were out of this relationship now, would you be happy? You know, often the core of the issue is the person, mm-hmm. you know, herself or himself. Yes. You know, rather than changing, wanting to change your son or your partner, then change yourself and then the situation will improve. Yeah. Whether that means that you leave your partner or actually stay with the person. So you are a counselor. So you just counseled me there. <laughs> well, I, well you, I, guess, I guess I guess I understand your point of view, but I, I give you my opinion, mm-hmm. and if that doesn't resonate with you, then you have you know you're in no obligation to follow it. Mm. Ultimately, what I want you to do is to take responsibility for your thoughts and your actions and your feelings. 
rather than putting the blame on someone else and having this victim mindset. So someone comes to see you, they agree that they need to have a bit of a change in their, in their life and you agree that, yes, they are indeed right. Would you put a time frame on that? Would you say to someone, okay, well, come back in a month and we'll see how you're getting on or this should be happening by then. Is that what happens or not? No, because, you know, people are responsible for their own reality. And, oh, well, actually, they have a great example. Like, what, back when I had a lot of acne on my face, you know, I would always say, you know, in two months' time, I will be completely healed and my skin will be perfect. And it never happened because I wasn't taking the right steps. Mm-hmm. I had all the knowledge that I needed to change my diet and introduce meditation in my life or whatever else I needed to do to clear my skin completely. But it never happened because I didn't take those steps. Mm. I took the easier one, like, like uh, taking that supplement you know, Mm -hmm. or cutting cheese out of my diet. That was relatively easy for me at the time. But I wasn't doing the hardest things. And that's often what we do in our lives as well. We just see one side of the coin, you know. I'll just look at that and I'll work on that, but I won't look at the other side of the coin and then, well, not much changes. Sure. Okay, but you've got to take that first step to change, don't you? Sorry, say You've got to take a first step. You've got to... Yeah. You've got to want to change. Yeah, that's the thing. Yeah, you need to want to change and you need to believe it's possible for you to change. If those things are not here, then nothing is going to happen and I can't force you to heal. No, indeed you <laughs> cannot. You're listening to Radio Kidnappers. We're the voice of Hawks Bay today. We've got uh, Celine Harlow in the studio on uh, Your Time to Shine. Just remind our listeners, Celine, we want to come and see you. Uh, we feel a bit of a change coming on, but we're not sure how to go about it. Where are you? <laughs> Well, the best way to get in touch with me is through my website, mm-hmm. which is com, and you'll have all the information you need on the website. Okay, so we can't just bowl up for an appointment, can't just knock on the door and say, I'm here. We have to make an appointment with no, you? No, you usually can't. <laughs> <laughs> and I travel often, so there's a great chance that actually the house yeah. will be empty when you come. No worries. <laughs> They've got a cool message, and that is that you can't change others. Well, you know what they say. A You're happy looking wa- at me with yeah, salt <laughs> <right>. in your eyes. <laughs> they say a happy wife is a happy life. And I might put it to you that if we look on that basis, then maybe some guys might say, well, you know what? I want to be happy at home. So I'm going to do what the, what the, uh, what the boss wants. <laughs> I wish it was like that in my relationship, <laughs> but Richard really won't let me do you that. Better, you better have a chat to him. <laughs> Well, the other way work, the other way around works as well. You know, if you have a happy life, then you'll have a happy wife. If you're happy yeah. within yourself, then you'll be able to love others. If you love yourself, you can love others. Sure. So, uh, probably, um, a good marriage or a good relationship is all about compromise and compromise is changing, isn't it? Not necessarily compromise. I think, um, healthy relationship is about, um, two individuals who are whole in themselves who are complete already and who come together to build something. Isn't that beautiful? Oh, oh my goodness, I should put myself on that. You should have written that, that down. <laughs> okay, well, let's just, let's just drill down with that a bit more. So you can't change others. That's the core message. I believe that's true. A leopard never changes their spot. Um, but if you want to be in a relationship with someone, sometimes you do have to change, don't you? Even if it's a relationship with your boss. I mean, you know, you tell me you get out of bed at 11 o'clock in the morning. You, you <laughs> Earlier to, than that. <laughs> <laughs> you go to bed at 4 o'clock in the afternoon. Um, but <laughs> if you're working, you can't just turn up late. You've got to say, well, you know, these are the rules. So you are, you, you are going to change. You have to change, otherwise you don't get the job, do you? But you're changing all the time. Like I am changing right now because I'm thinking about what you're saying and I'm slightly modifying my point of view on the, on this, on the subject. You mm-hmm. know, I'm changing all the time. Change is inevitable. And, um, you know, you can have bad change and good change. 
it really depends on what you want to do. What's your goal? What's your outcome? What's your ideal objective? So what is the core message? You can't change others or in fact, yes, you can change people. Why would you want to change other people? Well, because they may not be compatible with you or, and that's not a good reason to change someone, but you know, <laughs> someone may have some bad habits. Okay. Well, how would you go about that anyway? Well, let's just, for example, say that you're a smoker mm -hmm. and a heavy drinker and you're using drugs. Yeah. Would it not be good for me to change you? Absolutely. But the reason why you might be smoking is to hide something or to deal with something or to help you to handle stress better. You know, so for you, I mean, if I, if I was a smoker and I was smoking because I need, that, that was my way to handle stress uh, and I didn't know any other way, I wouldn't want to quit smoking, even though I know it's bad for my body. I just don't know how else to handle my stress, but I have stress and I need to find a way to get rid of it. So smoking's my way. So you can change others. Because if I help you reduce the stress, you reduce the smoking, reduce the drinking. So it's quite easy to change people, isn't it? <laughs> I don't agree at all. I think the it best, really. the best um, way to do this is to show someone um, that there's another way, there's an easier way, there's a healthier way for your body. Mm -hmm. And you can actually handle stress in a different way by, for example, working on your breath mm -hmm. to work on uh, your mind. And um, you show the way and the person sees that there's a different way and has the option. Oh, do I want to continue what I've always done or do I, oh, maybe, oh, I'm not too sure. <laughs> so both going to change. I mean, is this that your way of changing them might be a bit more subtle? I don't know about subtle. You're going to say, look, if you did this, you know, did a bit more exercise, got rid of that in your life. Is that what we're talking about? Well, let's look at it in a different way. Let's say that uh, my husband uh, never did the dish, never does the dishes, you know, and he just never helps with the cleaning and the cooking, and I'm just fed up with mm -hmm. it all. So, what what is the best way for me to handle this situation? Just to keep nagging at him, Richard, you should really do the dishes. You know, you need to help me. This is, you know, we're in the 21st century, 2018, for God's sake. You know, you need to do the dishes. This is an equal relationship. You need to do it, and um, all that, and you start to, oh, that was very French of me. You need to, you start getting angry and all of this and you start whining to your best friend. And actually the situation gets worse because of all the whining that you're doing and because you're making such a big fuss out of this. Which is what most people do. Yes. And I do it too. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> I have to change you. Okay, so how would you change him? Well, actually, you know, I heard a teacher a few months ago who said, um, well, Maybe the whining influences the situation. Like if you expect your husband not to do the dishes and he actually does the dishes one night, would you actually notice it, you know? And so the whining kind of forces your partner to behave in a certain way because that's what you expect of him because that's what he always done and therefore he cannot do any differently. Okay, so how would you influence Richard to do the dishes? I mean, if you say nothing, he's going to say, well, hey, this is great, I have to do the dishes. If you start whining... You get his back up and say, I'll do plenty. I'm out working all day. You're sitting at home, reading your magazines, having your smoke, got your glass of wine. She can do the dishes. <laughs> That's sometimes how it works, isn't it? What if the dishwashing was not really the issue? You know, um, yeah, if Richard you wasn't doing the dishes, do I would probably go to the core of the issue. You know, why is it bothering me so much? I think, let me think, it would be about me not feeling uh, valued. 
you know, for everything that I do in the house. And that would be the core of the issue, not really wretched, you know? Mm -hmm. And so if I change that, you know, I know that I'm valued and I know that I can do half of the work and Richard will do it with the the other half. Mm -hmm. Then I change my perception of the situation and everything changes. And then I can have a conversation without whining and without complaining, which is great. This is what you want. So you want to do the dishes. You don't really want Richard to do the dishes. Is that what you're saying? I mean, if I was Richard, I'd say, gee, Celine, you're making a great job of those dishes. No one can do those dishes as good as you. <laughs> it's and actually not true. I'm, I'm a terrible <laughs> dishwasher. <I'm laughs> so you, really do, you do really want to change Richard, and probably the only way you can do it is by nagging because no guy wants to do the dishes. But why not? You know, Richard is in a relationship with me. And when, you know, when we got married to each other, we made vows, right? Mm-hmm. We made a commitment to each other that we know we would change and adapt so that the other can um, feel the freedom to express themselves in the relationship. So it's in Richard's best interest to um, do his equal share of the of the housework. Sure. Why not? Absolutely. I totally You're just agree assuming that Richard is lazy, but he's not. You know, he's assuming the role that I created for him, that he's lazy and yeah. that doesn't want to do any dishwashing. <laughs> Okay, so well, let's just bring it back to uh, my question: Was how are you going to change Richard if he doesn't want to do the dishes because he's whatever for whatever reason? The only way you're really going to get him to do it is to nag him, so he's going to try and keep you happy. That's the only way, isn't it? I think there's a different way. I would get out of the room for a minute, slow down my breath, and think. Oh, Celine, why are you upset and why is Richard not understanding you right now? There's a miscommunication Mm -hmm. and technically you're the core of the problem because you're angry and he's not. (laughs) And so I I would um, do some thinking around the situation, you know, why am I angry? Why am I upset? Why is this um, making me so frustrated right now? And then... I figure out the issue. I figure out why I'm angry. And then I can have a conversation with Richard. Listen, Richard, you know, um, when you do this, or when you don't do this, it makes me feel like that. It makes me feel like you're not really valuing me yeah. or that you're not really seeing me or that you're taking advantage of me. Um, and so you see, you start with I am or I feel this way when you, instead of saying, you know, you never take care of me. You're so lazy. I hate you. I don't know why I got married to you in the first place. <laughs> You were just nagging Richard in a much nicer way then. I don't think By saying work. those things, yeah. There's two ways to nag. And I'm, I'm just sort of being devil's advocate here. You know, you, you can <laughs> yell and scream at someone and uh, that might work. And you can do it the other way that you just mentioned that you can say, you know, hey, look, we're a couple and we should be doing stuff together. It's still really putting the onus on Richard to change. And he's only going to do that because you are putting that on him. But does it does it ever work this nagging? You know, if oh, Richard yes, was does. to do the what really was yes, it does. Oh, nagging tell me, does work? Yeah. Do you do well, the nagging or? Oh no, no. <laughs> someone else I'm do the nagging cr- for I'm you. I'm pretty crazy guy. We don't really nag. We know, you know. And for instance, I'm not a guy for, that would go out of my way to look for stuff to do around the house. But if my wife said to me, "Oh, geez, have you seen all the leaves on the driveway?" I said, "Yeah, hey, I'll go and, go and get the broom." Mm. Um, you know, or those lawns are looking a bit long. Yes, yeah, yeah. I'm onto that, Psh, they're done, you know. Um, but like I say, most most people don't go looking for stuff to do in their free time. Fair enough. So, But if she said, what about this? Or if my wife said, hey, would you mind putting in a load of washing? I'd say, yeah, no, not a problem. I wouldn't go into the laundry basket myself and say, hmm, the mm. wash is full. Why don't I put a load of washing in? 
Well, this is a different issue. I think this is about gender equality and, you know, putting the wife as the head of the housework, you Which know, is saying what, that you're the assistant happens, and though. she needs to yeah. delegate some tasks to you. That's a completely different issue. But that probably is how most homes work, isn't it? I dare say that my home doesn't work I bet like you're that. the boss at your house and you're just not laying on. Oh, God, you know, I'm, like I said earlier, I'm terrible at washing dishes. I'm literally not allowed to wash dishes or I have to wash them twice. Mm. And Richard looks over everything that I've washed because I just I just can't, don't see the point of doing it because well, Get a dishwasher, anyway. girl. Get a dishwasher. <laughs> I hate unloading the dishwasher too. But I like doing other things, you know, so this is where we kind of meet each other halfway. Mm-hmm. So Richard does the washes, does do the dishes. It was a terrible example. Yeah. He does the dishes very well. <laughs> does he really? <laughs> Excellent. <laughs> oh, I don't know where we went on that one. All right, you're listening to Radio Kidnappers, the voice of Hawks Bay. We're running out of time, actually, but uh, we want to talk about your new four-month private coaching program. What's Absolutely. that all? Sounds exciting. Well, um... It's very exciting. I'm super excited. Um, I actually just signed up my first client for, to this new program. So the idea behind it was that I didn't want to do just one-hour sessions anymore because I saw that there was limited progress mm-hmm. with my clients and I wanted to go further. So the idea was to create a four- to six-month coaching program with one session per week. And you already pay, and so you're already committed yes, to, to doing those sessions because I'm already there for you. And there's lots of freebies, so I do some pep talks and I have some, you know, um, inspirational emails mm. every week and I do all these different things t- to help you in your journey. So I'm very excited. That's great. So mm. what's the program uh, involve? Well, it so involves- we sign up, what are we going to get for four months? What, what's going to happen for four months? <laughs> so it involves one healing session per week, mm-hmm. So, or actually every two weeks. So that's one hour of theta healing or Reiki or whatever it is that you need at the time. Yep. And in between those um, those healing sessions, you get a pep talk, like a 30-minute um, motivational thing. You know, what happened since we last saw each other? What do you want to change? What worked well? What didn't really work well? What can we adjust? And then um, in between, you have lots of exercises and homework and meditations that you can do. And I even created a, like a Spotify playlist to help you in your journey. Yeah. You know, get <laughs> So you're like a life coach. I guess I am now. Oh, my goodness. I have changed so much since we started this program. Yeah. It's great. It's for the better, isn't yeah. it? I mean, that's the good thing about it. Always evolving, always changing. Mm. If you don't change. You have to change. Change is completely inevitable. Yeah. But you can decide to, you know, move forward in your life or you can decide to, you know, merely ride the wave and see where life takes you. Is change necessarily a good thing, though? Is it a good thing, change? Absolutely. I think, I think we're here thing. to learn lessons. You know, my lesson in this life, for example, is to learn how to rest mm-hmm. and other things, too. <laughs> <laughs> but why should we change? I mean, if we're happy doing what we're doing, you know, got a good life, good income, you know, a bit of, bit of nice stuff on the fridge. Why would you want to change? Well, if you don't think that there's anything for you to change, then there isn't. Mm. Well, I see things that I need to change about myself every day, mm-hmm. and I work on them. Well, so this is my perspective Why do you think that, life. though? Because someone looking at you probably think, wow, successful young woman there, got a own business, got a nice pad, drives an E-type Jag. Um, and they think, you've got it all, wouldn't they? <laughs> I do. And, you know, sometimes it's about uh, being grateful for what you have. And, you know, like the way you see me is mm-hmm. different than the way I see myself. No doubt. So this yes. is what I'm changing, yes. you know, all this self-doubt and things. This is what I'm working on. But maybe you're full of self-doubt and you don't need to be. I don't need to be, but this is yeah. what I need to change, right? Get rid of those thoughts, put them in the bin and mm-hmm. replace them with... With the real you. The real me. You are the you. The me I've always been. But you don't need to change. All right, I see what you're saying. So actually what I'm doing is coming back to the real me. Yeah. Huh, interesting. So, you know, you're, you're thinking that uh, people expect this and that of you, but 
they don't because they already see what you are, a successful person. You know what I mean? Anyway, we're just about out of time. Just remind our listeners, <laughs> we want to sign up for your new four-month private coaching program or just come and see you to, uh, to help us out in our daily life on a one-off basis. How do we get hold of you? Well, the best way, as always, is to go on my website, mm-hmm. and I have created a fantastic page just about the private coaching. I have worked on it for two or three days just on that, so I'm very proud of it. <laughs> and so my website is www.mydoninglight.com. And your Facebook page? My yep. Donnie likes as well. It's the same. There you are. How great. Celine, as was our pleasure, you look after yourself. We'll talk to you same time, same place next time. Talk soon. This program was produced by and first broadcast on Radio Kidnappers, a volunteer-based community access station. For more information, go to www.radiokidnappers.org.nz. Thanks to New Zealand On Air for making this program available through funding the Access Internet Radio Project.